listening to the John Barrett Leadership Podcast, where you'll hear great ideas, insight, and inspiration to level up your leadership ability. Hey, everybody, it's John Barrett on the John Barrett Leadership Podcast. It is so good to have you back here listening once again for another episode. We're going to add value to you. We're going to help level you up so you don't level out in your influence and impact as a leader. Today, I want to talk to you about why feedback is essential. We're going to talk about the feedback filter. This is something that I put together that uh, helps you understand how to take feedback and how to receive it and that. But before we jump into the feedback filter, let me just talk about why feedback is so vital, why it is so important. In fact, feedback is essential to reach your potential. You can't reach your potential without getting feedback. How do you know how you're doing if you don't get feedback? Now, if you came to me and you said, John, how are you doing as a husband? Right? I would probably say, like, hey, I think I'm doing pretty good. I mean, I provide for my wife. I love her. I, I, I do what needs to be done, and I'm not perfect, but I think I'm doing pretty good. But who determines if I'm a great husband? Me? Of course not. Who determines? My wife does by her feedback, by her letting me know. Now, if you came to me and you said, John, are you a good dad? You know, I've got four kiddos. And if you asked me, I'd say, yeah, I'm a, I'm a pretty good dad. I, I hang out with my kids. I play with them, have fun, provide for them, da-da-da-da-da. Now, if you asked me, I'd say I'm pretty good. But who determines if I'm a good dad? Me? No. The people that I'm leading as a dad. My kids determine that, right? Now, in the context of leadership, are you a great leader, Right? I mean, if you ask me, John, are you a great leader? I'd probably say, well, hey, I'm a leadership coach. I've been doing it for over 20 years. I'm, I think I'm a pretty good leader. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty awesome, right? But who determines if I'm a great leader or if you're a great leader? You, me, no. Your followers as a leader, the people that you're leading, the people that you're in charge of, that you're looking out for. So who determines if you're a great leader? The people that you're leading. So feedback is essential. The only way that we can improve and get better is by getting feedback to know how we're doing. So listen, you cannot develop as a leader if you don't have a mechanism to make sure that you're getting feedback somehow, some way. Here's the problem. The problem is that most leaders don't actively seek out feedback. I mean, I am amazed at how many leaders don't ask for feedback on how they're doing. Whether it's, you know, just in general how they're doing as a leader or for a specific project or task or, hey, how did I do on that? Hey, now that we're kind of looking back on that project, how did I lead you guys through that? What are some things that I could have done better? What are some things that really worked, right? Or, or a speaker that does a presentation or communicates or that. Hey, hey give me some feedback. How, how did that go? What resonated? What stuck out? What were some points there where maybe it could have been a little more clear, a little bit better? But we don't seek it out. So listen, I want to encourage you as a leader, no matter what you're doing, whether it's a project or a presentation, whether it's just leading in general or whatever it is, if you go, go through kind of a hard season uh, of leading through that, get feedback on how you're doing. So many people don't do this, and therefore they remain stuck. They're not able to improve to their fullest potential because they don't understand what they need to do to get better. See, listen, you can't improve that which you're unaware of. If you're unaware of something, how do you improve it? You can't. The only way that you get better is if you truly know what you need to improve and what you're doing and how you're doing it. So feedback is vital, but I want to challenge you. Make sure that you have a, a mechanism to do it. Now, here's some of the common reasons why people don't seek feedback. I mean, here's why. I think one is a fear of criticism. Many leaders, they're, they're afraid if they ask for feedback, they're, they're going to get some honest answers, right? And, and they don't want to hear it. I mean, it's like, I, maybe if I just close my eyes, I, I don't want to know how I'm doing. I'm just going to act like everything's okay. Well, listen, that's never going to make you better. So you can't fear what you're going to hear, right? You can't fear criticism that's coming back. Sometimes it's just a lack of trust. 
right? People think, oh, well, these people aren't going to give me honest feedback. They're not going to tell me what it is, and, and, and they're not going to you know, really, really show me what, what's going on. They don't know. They don't understand. Listen, if you don't trust the people around you, then you're never going to improve and get better. You've got to listen to them. Right, whether they're on or off or whatever it is, I mean, you've got to listen to it, and we'll talk about that a little bit later when we talk about the the filter. All right, but another reason why people don't ask for feedback is overconfidence. They're kind of arrogant, right? They think, ah, I'm doing good. I don't really need improvement. I mean, I'll know if I'm doing something wrong. I'll feel it. I'll sense it. I'll hear about it. I'm sure. And they're just kind of overconfident. But listen, that can blind you from the areas that you need to improve. Sometimes it's just time constraints, right? People just don't take the time to go and seek that conversation out and just, you know, go out to coffee or whatever it is and say, hey, listen, give me some feedback on how I'm doing as a leader. Give me some feedback on the project and what are some things I can do to improve that that I can become more effective in, in how I'm doing. Right? Some people, it's just a lack of understanding. I mean, they, they don't understand the value of feedback and how it's going to help them develop. Right. And so I want to encourage you, make sure that you realize the importance of how vital it is for you to improve as a leader. This isn't something you just do in the beginning. Right. I hear a lot of leaders, you know, especially leaders that are kind of been leading for a long time and they think, oh, no, I mean, yeah, maybe early on leaders that are kind of rookies. Yeah, they need to get feedback. But I've been doing this for years. I'm good to go. No, 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 no. It doesn't matter what age you are. It doesn't matter how long you've been leading. You need to always be improving. You need to always be asking those around you, how am I doing as a leader? In fact, the older you get as a leader and the longer that you've been leading, the more you kind of get stuck in a rut. And if you're leading the same way that you did five years ago or 10 years ago or 20 years ago, my friend, can I tell you that you probably need to update? Now, principles remain the same, but the method changes. And so you've got to get feedback to know how you're doing, right? I see a lot of generational gaps of problems that leaders are having because a, a lot of the older leaders are just trying to lead the way that they did 20 years ago. And they're frustrated by a younger generation and that, listen, you've got to, to improve. You've got to st- stay with it. You've got to keep up. You've got to keep updating or you're going to outdate one day in your leadership. So leadership can get stale if you're not constantly seeking out how to improve and getting feedback and adjusting constantly. That's what great leaders do. That's what highly successful leaders do. So never underestimate the power of simply asking those around you, how am I doing as a leader? In fact, I'm going to give you two questions that I call the bookends. The two questions that you as a leader should always be asking those that you're leading, right? And this, I would say about every few months, All right, maybe about once every quarter, you need to systemize this where you ask and you sit down with your team one-on-one with them or as a team and say, listen, here's the two questions. What do you need more from me and what do you need less from me? Those are the two bookend questions. What do you need more from me as your leader and what do you need less from me as your leader? And let them on be honest and open up. Don't freak out. Don't get defensive. Don't, oh, well, here's why I did it. And here's this. Well, you guys don't understand. This is what I, why I'm trying to. Just listen to them and say, hey, I hey, noted. Let me work on that. Let me kind of improve that. Let me kind of see what I can do to kind of navigate through that. So the book in questions, if you want to get good feedback, what do you need more from me? And what do you need less from me? Those are two great questions that will help you get really, really good feedback. All right, now. Let me kind of give you this um, uh, filter, what I call the feedback filter. Because listen, all feedback is not all of the same value, right? I mean, you know, there's a lot of factors that come into the feedback that you get. We've all gotten feedback from people and, you know, whether we wanted it or didn't want it over the years and that. And, and, And some of it, 
we've got to take a little bit closer to heart, but some of it we've got to be real careful of. Well, how do you know how to utilize the, the, the feedback that you're getting? How do you know how to filter it? And I think you do need the filter because I think there's a series of kind of five questions or, or kind of five areas that you need to think about. I call it the who, what, the why, the how, and the now. Now, I'm going to walk you through this feedback filter. If you kind of think of it uh, as as feedback comes in, you're going to run it through this so that you can extract the most potential from the feedback that you're getting it. So the feedback filter, let's break it down, all right, into these kind of five questions. Number one is this, who said it, right? You have to filter feedback first from who gave it to you. I mean, the source of of feedback can have a significant impact on on, on its effectiveness or even usefulness to you. So listen, uh, feedback from someone who has the right to speak into your life can be incredibly valuable, right? If it comes from somebody that that is in the know and has some experience. But listen, if, if you get feedback from somebody who doesn't understand the situation, it may not be as useful or relevant. Right, it it can be a little bit biased. It can be a little bit uninformed. So listen, it, it it may not align with where you're at. Now, don't dismiss everything just because of who it is. I see a lot of people that say, "Well, I only trust this person and this person, and I'm not going to listen to anyone else." Now, listen, I'm not saying that you dismiss everybody if it's you know if they don't understand the situation because it's too easy to say, "Well, you just don't understand." Right? That that's too easy. Uh, it, it's it's too that's that's a pass. Listen, but you do have to factor in who said it. Make sure that you realize that, right? You might get some feedback from someone and say, wow, the, re- the truth is when I really look at this feedback is they don't really understand the context or they're a little bit jaded on this because of, of what's gone on. Um, but this person over here, I need to listen to them. So make sure that you filter it through who said it and you think about that and you realize how close are they, what is the value in that. Second thought is this, what was said? That's the second kind of filter this, what was said? So not just who said it, but what was said. You've always got to consider the content of the feedback that you receive. So you got to evaluate whether it's specific, is it actionable, is it relevant to you as a leader, right? I mean, try to find the gold nugget that you can extract from, from what's being said to you, all right? Remember, feedback's an opportunity for growth and development, even if you don't fully agree with it, right? Here's the thing. In fact, if you only take the, the feedback that you agree with, you're never going to improve to your maximum potential because some of the feedback you need to hear, you're probably not going to agree with, but you need it. So here's some tips to, to, to get, um, um, to receive feedback in, in, in what was said. Listen, actively listen. When the person is providing feedback, give them your attention, make eye contact, do whatever it is. Don't just dismiss it. Listen to them. Clarify and ask questions, right? If you don't fully understand the feedback or even if you disagree with it, say, hey, help me understand that. You know, talk to me a little bit more about that. I mean, what what was it about that where I came across this way or why do you think that this is is is, is what's going on or what would give you that impression from what I'm what I'm doing, right? So ask clarifying questions. Listen, don't become defensive, right? It's a natural tendency to be defensive when you receive feedback and that, especially if it's critical or negative. But listen, you've got to listen the more that you shut down feedback, the, the less people are going to start talking to you, right? When you, when you have a, a, a bad reaction to the feedback and you get all defensive and upset and, 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 and angry and frustrated and all that invisibly and, and you shut down or whatever the case or you start to lash out in anger, listen, you are going to break trust. People are not going to be open with you. They're not going to be vulnerable with you. They're not coming back to you as a leader anymore. And that shuts down teamwork. So do not become defensive about the feedback that you're getting. And listen, reflect on it. 
right? You may not agree with it, but you need to listen to it. There's a reason that they've got that feedback, whether it's right or wrong. That's not there for you to judge. It's just for you to say, hey, what is it about this? What was said that I can kind of extract from this and take it, right? Third question is this, when you run it through uh, um, this whole feedback filter, why was it said, right? You need to think about that, right? I mean, what's the heart behind this, right? It's important to consider the intention behind the feedback, Feedback that's provided constructively with intention of, of helping you improve and get better can be incredibly beneficial. But if there's feedback coming to you because it's with the intention of putting you down or making you feel bad or it's coming from this kind of destructive place, somebody's angry, hurt, upset, you, you need to be very, you need to filter that extremely well. Right now, listen, here's the signs of constructive or destructive feedback. Let me just give you some signs. Constructive feedback, it's balanced, it's fair. It acknowledges both sides, positive and negative, about the situation. Destructive feedback, it's one-sided. Ignores any positive contribution or achievement or anything. It just says, well, this is it, this is it, this is it, and it just comes out from one side. Listen, be careful with that. Constructive feedback, it focuses on specific behaviors or actions that can be improved. While destructive feedback, it just attacks the person and in, in, in the character of who you are. So make sure if someone's wanting to really help you, right, the why behind it is that they're doing it because they want you to improve, right? That's stuff you need to listen to, but be careful about the stuff that's just coming just to attack you and just to be destructive in that. Listen, constructive feedback, it's relative to the situation, right? And, and destructive feedback is, is just kind of a personal, you know, bias or even emotional response, right? Constructive feedback, it's specific, it's actionable, it helps you to improve some way. Well, you know, destructive feedback, usually it's vague, it's unhelpful, right? It's just, it's very ambiguous in that. So listen, make sure that you know why it was said, right? That you hear the heart. And by the way, just side note, if you're somebody that is giving feedback to somebody else, whether it's a team member or, or a peer or even leading up to those above you, listen, when you give feedback, make sure that you're doing it from a place of being constructive, not destructive, we're there to build people up. If you're doing it because it's a knee-jerk reaction and you're angry and you're mad and you're this, it's not going to be helpful. You need to calm down, back up from the problem. You need to refresh yourself in that because when you give feedback, you want it to be helpful. That's the whole purpose of it. Even if you are upset or frustrated by it, you want the situation to improve, not just you know, kind of get your justice done, so to speak. That's not going to help anybody may help you in the short term, but it does not help the situation. It doesn't help the other person in the long run. It creates a lose-win situation. You win, but they lose because you got it off your chest. So be constructive, okay? So why was it said? You've got to think about that. Now, here's another thought for you. Um, fourth question about this filter. How many times has it been said, right? you got to factor in. How many times have you received the same feedback, Right? It's important to consider this when it comes to improving. Right, Consistent feedback from multiple sources, it's a pretty strong indication that there might be some areas of improvement that, that you need to address in your life. But, but you know, when you receive just it one time or that and, and, and you know, from one person, you know, again, listen to it and factor in who said it, what was said, why was it said. But, you know, that's one thing. But if you're hearing this feedback again and again, whether it's the same person or whether it's from multiple sources. Now, obviously, the more times you hear it and the more people you hear it from, the more you need to probably identify that as something that is worth noting in your life, all right? Feedback from multiple sources, 
right, and consistent feedback, it can really help you identify patterns in your life that, that you may be being impacting. Listen, it's kind of like an old statement, right? When, when, when Bob's got a problem with everybody, the problem might be Bob. Right. I mean, if your name's Bob, I'm sorry, but I'm, yeah, I'm just picking one. But, you know, if, if John has a problem with everybody, the problem might be John. Right. So listen, if you're getting feedback from multiple people consistently over time, you might need to look in the mirror and say, you know what? Instead of just kind of dismissing this and saying, what's wrong with all these people? All these people have the wrong view. I just need to get around a better group of people and that you might want to look in the mirror and just say, hey, is the problem me? Right. I mean, this is something I need to listen to. So think about this. How many times has it been said or how many times has it been kind of said and maybe a little differently, right? But, but it's kind of driving at the same thing, right? You need to really factor that in in that. So here's the, the, the first four questions before we get to the fifth, all right? Just so that you remember, when you, when you get feedback, you need to think about who said it, right? You need to kind of go through and make sure, is it coming from the right person that has the right perspective and, and that what was said, what is the nature of it, whether I agree with it or not, let me kind of take that in and factor it in and that. Why was it said? What's the heart behind it? Is this there to help me or is it that's there to kind of tear me down? Obviously, the more helpful it is, the more that you want to lean into it and the more destructive it is, you want to be careful that you filter through that. And then for how many times has it been said? Right, you're thinking through the patterns and how many people, how many times has it been said. Now, here's the fifth question that I want you to think about when it comes to the feedback filter. Now that you've gone all through that, now what are you going to do? That's the fifth question. Now, this is you know feedback that you just hear and you don't do anything with is absolutely pointless. It's worthless to you. Listen, it's not enough to simply receive feedback. You got to take action on it to make it meaningful to make changes and improvements in, in what you do. Listen, knowledge without action is useless. Listen, the only way that you improve is to take action and apply some new behaviors, all right? You've got to do something with what it is that you're getting. Now, again, for the first step on this is just simply getting feedback. So many leaders don't do that, as I mentioned earlier, for all those reasons. They don't do it. So the first phase of this thing is make sure that you actively seek out feedback. Don't wait for it to come to you. Don't wait for an assessment or a 360 assessment that your company is going to run or whatever it is. You just go in and you ask consistently, how am I doing as a leader? Get feedback. Seek it out. But phase two of this whole feedback thing is what are you going to do with it? I see a lot of people that have, have gotten over the hurdle of phase one. They are asking questions and they are seeking it out, but they're not doing anything with it. They're not changing some of their behavior. They're not changing who they are as a leader based on what they're getting. And I'm not saying that you, you know, kind of, you know, or just go with whatever anybody says and you're just kind of constantly changing based on what the crowd is saying, but you do have to factor it in. You've got to take that feedback and do something to make it meaningful. Now, here are some tips on what you can do with the feedback that you receive. This is really important, okay? When you get feedback and you run it through that filter and you extract what it is that you need, here's how you act on that, what you do with it. Number one, embrace the feedback and acknowledge that there's room for improvement, right? Recognize that feedback is a gift that helps you become better, right? So embrace it. Don't let it go. Embrace it and say, you know what? This was good for me. I needed to hear this. Even if it stung a little bit, even if, if, if I don't agree with all of it, it's good that I know this so that I can calibrate and adjust. All right? You need to identify specific behaviors to change based on the feedback that you receive. So be specific and actionable in your approach. 
You look, when you get feedback, don't just say, okay, well, that was good. Thanks. Okay, I'll see you later. Man, I, I just need to get better as a communicator. Okay, I should work on that. No, get specific. At, tell, ask yourself, what is it that I'm going to start doing a little bit better with communication? And give yourself a specific, actionable step to do it. Right? Don't just say, I'm going to get better as a communicator. I, I need to work on that. Give yourself something specific. So develop a plan of action for changing the behaviors. Right? Set some goals in there, kind of like SMART goals, right? Be specific, measurable, attainable, right? All those things that we talk about with, you know, SMART goals. Make sure it's specific. Don't just say, you know, I want to get better at responding to emails and being more responsive to my team. I, I just need to do that. No, give yourself a challenge. Say, you know what? I'm going to give myself a challenge that, that I'm going to respond within a, a, a two-hour window at least, right? That, that's my goal for myself is that at least within a, a, a two-hour um, uh, window, I'm going to respond to anything that I get from my team or that. So whatever it is, right? Just be specific and actionable about what you're doing. Develop a plan that's going to challenge yourself. Listen, seek support from, from mentors and, and coaches and, and peers around you that can provide some accountability to you, right? Share what you're going to do with them and, and ask for their feedback, right? Hey, how am I doing in this? So here's what I'm going to try to commit to, right? And do that. Listen, monitor your progress when you do it, right? Keep seeing how you're checking in with yourself, right? Make sure that you're doing what needs to be done in order to, to get to where you need to go with your feedback, okay? So, so work on kind of monitoring your progress. And listen, um, you, you've got to be committed to this thing. You've got to be patient with yourself. You've got to work towards these goals of how do you improve. So utilize this feedback filter. It's going to help your, your leadership growth in that. Again, who said it? What was said? Why was it said? How many times has it been said? And now what am I going to do based on what was said, right? How am I going to improve? Now, let me kind of um, um, give you some, some real specific questions that you can ask your team, right? I get a lot of people that come up to me and they say, John, can you give me some just ideas of, of some questions that I can ask or to get feedback from the team? All right. So uh, I told you the two bookend questions. What do you need more from me? What do you need less from me? Those are great. If you do nothing else, do those two questions because I think that they're phenomenal questions. Uh, you're going to get some great feedback. It's going to tee up some good things and it's going to let you calibrate to know what you need to do more of and what you might need to do a little bit less of. All right, but here's some questions that you can ask those around you to get great feedback. Here's some general ones just to kind of get you kick-started, get you thinking about it, all right? Here we go. What do you think are my strengths as a leader, and how have they impacted our team's success, right? So what are my strengths as a leader, and how have they impacted our team's success? Give me some, some feedback on that. Ask your team that. Ask when you sit down with different people. Listen, instead of always giving your team a review, let your team review you every now and then as a leader, right? Sit down with them one-on-one -on -one and, and kind of reverse the role. Say, you know what? Instead of a performance review of, of you as, as the follower, I want you to do a, re a performance review of me as the leader. And you sit down and you initiate it, right? You prompt them. Here's some other questions. What areas do you think I can improve in as a leader? Is there anything that I'm not doing that you think I should be doing? Right? Those are some great questions there. How about this one? How do you think I communicate with the team? How am I doing with my communication? Do you think I provide clarity and context or do I need to improve in that area? Right? So kind of ask the clarity question and that. How am I doing communicating clarity and expectations with our team? What is it some areas that you think I could do a little bit better in? Right? Here's another question that's really good. How do you feel about the feedback that I provide you? Do you think it's helpful 
Is there anything that I could do differently to make it more effective in what the feedback that I give to you? That's a great question right there because someone might say, you know what, to be honest with you, I feel like your feedback's a little bit vague sometimes. I mean, you, you just kind of tell me things, but I'm not really sure by what you mean by that. So I think if you were more specific or, hey, I'm going to be honest with you, I feel like some of your feedback is, 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 is just, it's really critical sometimes, right? And, and I know you're trying to be helpful, hopefully, but, but it just seems really critical. Maybe if it was delivered this way. So it's just, listen, as a leader, you got to be really humble to be able to listen to this, right? And adjust. Doesn't mean you agree with it. You don't have to sit there and say, okay, yeah, I guess I am critical, right? And you're thinking, no, I'm not. Right, but you need to listen. You need to say, hey, I, I appreciate that feedback. I certainly don't mean to be critical. That's not my intention, and I'm sorry that it's coming across that way. That's something I'm going to work on because I never want to come across that way. So don't get defensive. Listen to what they say and then respond. Here's some other thoughts about some questions you can ask. What do you think are the biggest challenges facing our team, and how can I better support you and the rest of the team in addressing those challenges? Right, get some feedback on it. How can I help be more supportive with the challenges that we face as a team? Here's another question. How do you think I can improve our team's culture and work environment? What are some things that I can do as a leader to help improve our culture or or maybe even our work environment or how we're doing things, right? Here's another question. Are there any areas that you feel that I'm not holding myself or others accountable to? How can I do better in that area, right? I mean, get some feedback. Listen, you'll get some teammates that will talk about other teammates, Say, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't feel like you hold Jim over here very accountable for what he's doing. Hey, I don't really feel like you're holding so-and-so over here accountable for what they're doing. Um, I feel like they're slacking in a lot of things, and I I think you're letting it go. Listen, you're going to get some pretty open, honest feedback. But again, don't be defensive. Just listen. All right? Here's another kind of quick question. How can I help you develop your skills and advance your career within the organization? Right? Ask that feedback. How can I help you advance in, 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 in your career and in the organization and that? Listen, you've got to approach these conversations with an open mind and a willingness to listen and learn from other people. All right? I've said it a thousand times. I'm going to say it again. Don't be defensive. Be curious. Right? You've got to be prepared to act on this. You've got to be prepared to, prepared to maybe hear some things that are kind of hard sometimes. Again, I told you why a lot of leaders don't ask for feedback is because of their fear of what they're going to hear. Right? You fear what you're going to hear. And, and it's kind of like, you know, d- don't ask and don't tell. Right? If I don't ask, they won't tell. And listen, it's holding you back. It's holding the organization. And it's holding your team's culture back. Great leaders are willing to go ask questions and sit down. So how often are you meeting with your team, the people that you're leading? Listen, it is not enough for you just to get together once every, you know, six months for a performance review. That's not a conversation. That's tactical. I'm talking about how often do you just sit down with your team members and have coffee or sit over Zoom and check in and just say, you know what? I just want to talk about how we're doing and and, and how our our team is going, uh, how my leadership is going, how you're doing, and, and let's just have a conversation. Listen, you can't do that enough as a leader. Problem is we get we, we drop our head, we get going, and we're not getting the feedback. We're not having those conversations. People feel disconnected. They feel fragmented. They don't feel like a team. They don't feel like their leaders care. And they honestly, they don't feel like giving their all because they don't really feel a part. Do you know how you change that? You have conversations, right? In fact, I've got a great uh, resource on, on my website. If you go to johnbarrettleadership.com, and, and, and I've got a great resource for you, right? It's, it's so simple, but it's, it's a great resource. And it's just kind of a, a, a mini little workbook that you can take called The Five Conversations Every Leader Should Have. 
The Five Conversations Every Leader Should Have. It's a free book that you can download at johnbarrettleadership.com. And, and I've got five different categories of the kind of conversations you can have. And then I've got Kickstarter questions in each one of those. And I would encourage you to schedule time with your team consistently where you're sitting down, where you can go have lunch, a cup of coffee, you can connect, you can meet on Zoom or whatever it is, and just get away from the day-to-day tactical stuff, right? Not the, hey, we're working on this project, what do we need to do, and where are we at with this, and what's our timeline, what's our deadline, Uh, who's got this to be done? Listen, you're going to have those meetings all the time. There's a thousand things to do, I get that. But you've got to take the time to connect with your team, to have conversations, to slow down, and just to ask questions to them. Lead with questions so that you can get better and you can get the feedback so that you can filter that. You can extract everything that you need so that you're going to improve. Listen, I'm telling you that if you'll take the next six months to literally just focus on improving as a leader by going through and asking for feedback, I'm telling you, you go on a feedback campaign, a feedback mission, and you are going to get so much so much that you're going to be able to improve on if you apply yourself to it, that it is going to revolutionize your influence, your impact, and your leadership to those around you. All right, great leaders seek out feedback. They're not afraid of it. They don't avoid it. They don't think they're above it. They seek it out. If you'll do that, I'm telling you, you're going to improve. So guys, I hope this was helpful. I know there's a lot of just, you know, in the trenches stuff here with going through questions, thinking through it, but use this whole idea of the feedback filter. Make sure you seek it out. It's going to help you improve. We'll see you next month here on the John Barrett Leadership Podcast. We're going to help level you up so you don't level out in your influence and your impact. Guys, keep leading. Thanks for listening to the John Barrett Leadership Podcast. To get more of John's resources, visit www.johnbarrettleadership.com. Oh, 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 oh